gentlemen! Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I'm so happy to have you guys here with me today. <laughs> I should really start putting subtitles at the beginning of that thing, because I just blow through it. But guys, what is up, dude? Um, I am feeling excited and over the top and ready to do this show. Um, we are still deep late into the night, as before, and I should be feeling exhausted and drowsy. I just got off work, and I was thinking, I don't know, Tristan, can we really do the podcast right now? Do you feel up for it? And uh, let me tell you, dude, I am feeling... Dude, just that's the sound I'm using to illustrate how I'm feeling deep in me right now. I'm feeling rejuvenated. And um, and not because I rested or relaxed or anything peaceful like that, but because I put myself in such a situation that was both exhilarating and equally as stressful at the same time. Okay, and that if, if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Um, now, so I got a little story for you, real quick. It's it, you know we'll see how it goes, but uh, I just want to talk about gas for a minute. Okay, I don't mean you know flatulence. I mean freaking your gas gauge in your car, right? We we we, we this is you know where this is going. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, you can tell a lot about a person by the way he treats his car and his gas cage and where he plays the line, right? You have these people that play it way over the top. Say if these are the Boy Scouts of the world, you know, they go home, they get gas. They leave their house to wherever they're going, they get gas on the way out. Like, yeah, see, we got boy two gals right there. That might come in handy. You know, these people stay way too prepared all the time. It's got to be a stressful life, but, you know, props to them. It's just, it's too much. Then you have people in the middle, right? These are the normal, the average citizens, okay? These people... They drive their thing, they get gas, they drive some more, probably around the middle, quarterway tank, and they just kind of, these are the, this is the responsible group. The normal, the baseline, right? Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the wild ones, the complete and utter chaotic beings of the world. You do not want to run into these people in the streets, okay, because they have no consideration for their own well-being, and they definitely won't have it for yours, okay, they live on the complete and absolute edge, I would argue there is nothing more wild and dangerous than these people, so I try to live my life in this kind of, in this middle ground, but uh, for whatever reason, I did not notice my gas ticking towards this kind of dangerous side, so on my way home, as I'm feeling kind of drowsy, I look down at my gas gauge, and I see that thing. It's, we're getting we're getting pretty low right now. You know, it's getting low. And the interesting thing about these situations is that it's not like you got freaking shoved into this this awkward or or dangerous event and you're like, I don't know how to proceed, how do I navigate, how do I get through this? I don't know what to do. Somebody help me. You are in complete control of this the entire way. You know, Jesus take the wheel. No, you have it and you can do whatever you want. You can get off the highway, go get gas at any time. I could have done that. Yet I chose to continue on after I saw this thing at E. And I kept on going, dude. And I, I looked at this thing. And it gets to that point where you're, you're looking at it and you're kind of saying, okay, I've, I've been driving for two minutes. I've watched it drop this far. I probably got another, you know, two minutes this, two minutes this, two minutes this. And you're trying to run, crunch the numbers, doing all the math equations you can to figure out how far can I push this thing. So, yeah, I, I was in complete control. And it became like a stubborn pride thing that I, I I don't encounter myself in this position too often where I'm like, you know what? No, this car, I, I am in control and this car will bow to me, which is not how gas works if you've ever driven a car, right? Um, so I was like, listen, we're going to stop on my command on my terms. So I'm pushing this thing. I was like, listen, we're going to make it car. We're going to make it for me. And um, 
it was getting dangerously low. And this is when I really started coming alive. I was feeling so down. I was like, oh my gosh, whoa, okay, whoa, we're really, all right, I'm, this is the edge, this is the edge I was talking about, that dangerous, you feel alive, you know, right? So, as crazy as people might be, dude, they, they live an exciting life, let me tell you. So, I'm driving this thing, and and I'm, I'm watching this, this gas gauge get lower and lower and lower, and it becomes that thing where you're like, trying to look at it from a different vantage point, like I'm trying to get below the thing so i see that like the little ticker is like a little bit higher that, that, that's that, that's not e we got we, we got more there right so you're like looking at it this thing i'm like trying to trick myself into believing i have a chance and um i was pushing i was getting close i was like come on we could just make it home we can do it dude but alas i did pull over I did. I was like, We're not, I'm not going to make it. I came to the conclusion. I realized that the, I can't live my life completely as is, but it was pushing it close. And honestly, I didn't even know if I was going to make it to the gas station. That's how far I, I went off. And I thought about just running it completely out because I had never actually experienced that, right? I had never driven a car to failure, if you will. Um, I mean, I have once, but it was someone else's car. But not, the, <laughs> not that that makes it better. No, like I was, I was picking up someone else's car and they had left it on E. They're a wild person. And, uh, and I drove it like eight feet and it died. And I was like, I guess I'll push it home. True story. But never on my terms have I let a car go all the way out and been stranded. And I was, I was taking pride in that. And I was thinking, you know, maybe a good podcast story. Maybe like I, when you're in the moment, as, cra- as dumb as it sounds, like, do I push it? Do I, do I take it that far? Do I know, right? Do I want to know where the edge of no return is and I you're like kind of wrapped up in this whole moment like considering I'm like I I think I gotta take it a little further and you can only know that when you get into it right because now being removed this I'm already out of this moment but when I'm in there it's 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 a whole other world so thinking about it now I'm like no that's stupid why why would you ever even think about or consider taking it that far right why would you want to run out of gas it's like but there's something about it man it's just crazy you're sailing Christopher Columbus yeah I want to find the edge of the world here so I uh, I didn't I, I started going back and forth like do I do that for the podcast do I do it for me is this something for I need to experience Tristan Sartor should I experience what it feels like to take it to absolute failure and then my my other pride of me saying you know what I've never had this happen before I need to have this good streak got in the way and I was like you know what we I can't be that guy I can't be that guy yet so I, I turn off I'm like you know what I'm probably still gonna run out of gas but let's just see um and it got it got close, dude. I was pulling off. I couldn't even find the gas station. It was like, oh, here, here we go. And and you you get to a point where the soul of the car just disappears. It's gone. There's there's like you you kind of feel it through your foot and your body. Like there's nothing left of here. Like the movie Cars is like the cars just died. You're like, whoa, we are now. We have nothing left. I was literally like beginning to coast with nothing more, just kind of this downhill. I was like, oh, please, Lord, let it go. And you're like pushing yourself, trying to get more momentum with the car. Like, come on, come on, baby. I roll down the window. I'm like paddling. <laughs> and I, I barely, I made it. I made it. Okay. As I'm, I'm here, um, but I barely made it. And that was such an exciting time. And I don't know if I'd ever do it again, but the way I'm feeling, my heart is racing just thinking about it still. So listen, if you're feeling down and out and you don't have enough excitement in your life, dude, run out of gas, man. Golly, dude. I feel, ex- I, I feel good. I feel, if you know what I'm saying. So that's kind of what my night's been like so far. And uh, I'm just going to keep riding that freaking, you know, empty high, which is really ironic. Um, but anyways, guys, that's what I've been up to. What has been going on with you guys? What's been going on, you know, with me? What else can we talk about?
Um, as far as the extras things go, dude, extras were like these featured extras in this thing, and you know the days are long and hard, and and there's still not like even if I was talking about the movie itself, nothing's really too exciting to even say. You just kind of walk around and pretend to be important because you're like, I'm on a movie set, and and you're not. So it's not too difficult for me. I pretend to be important quite often, so it's just kind of, you know, a normal routine for me. Um, the COVID test, do they make us get COVID tests for this thing over and over and over again every five days, I believe? We'll see. Um, so the first one I did, I, I drove into this thing, and I had never done a spit COVID test before, right? It's always a swab of the nose and, and what have you. And they have you, they have me pulled deep into this parking lot, like behind a building. I saw all of these other cars. I'm like, where am I? What am I doing this? Am I even supposed to be in the right place? And, and, uh, and they bring out this, this freaking huge box with these, these biohazard seals and containment units and, you know, all kind of different scientific things that are above my pay grade. And like, here, take this, do this, do this, do this. And they roll up the windows, like go. And this guy just like moonwalks away. He disappears from my sight completely. So now I'm sitting in the back of this parking lot alone with this this guy might not even work for him i have no idea who this guy was as far i felt like just weird like he was trying to get my dna and make a call i don't don't know right so it was just a weird experience overall that i'm just doing a spit test in the car alone um broad daylight too but i'm spitting this like like, i'm just like confused and the the spits confusion so i don't know i didn't know if like the the results were gonna come back confusing because i was i was just part of this weird process like i felt like i was doing something wrong right like, I felt like I was, like, this is where people should be doing drugs, but instead I'm just taking, you know, COVID tests, and I'm, I'm wrapping it up in cloth and doing all these instructions, and then you take it, and you ball it, and you mail it out to this this lab, and it was uh, it was an interesting experience so far. Uh, I did like that one. The second one they had us do was the the, the ones where they, they go up, 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 up. Um, I had not experienced one that goes so high before. People have done these things all the time, and so she's, she's like, okay, so what we're going to do? I'm like, spit test, spit test, right? You know, it was a little weird before, but now I, I know the thing. You know, it's not too weird. I get it. Let's do it. Where's the spit test? Like, no, no, spit test. We're doing the freaking jabby jabs. I'm like, what? what? Are you qualified for this? And I'm just in, and again, I'm just in the parking lot in midday. Like, it's like a freaking lemonade stand. They're just running through hundreds of people that just keep coming by. I'm like, okay, who are you? Can I even, like, can we talk? Can we shake your hand before you shove something up my nose? Like, no, here we go. Oh, now I got a big brain, dude. So this thing gets close, and she's just pushing up, and my eyes are closed. I'm like, and I'm making this face the whole time. She's like, she's like, stop freaking puffing your cheeks out. I'm trying to, cause I'm like pushing her hand. Like, and she's like, it's not even that high. I'm like, okay, well, there's a reason I'm making this face, lady. Okay, I'm not enjoying this. Is that all right? So I'm like. I'm like spitting in her face. They better not COVID. Oh God! And they're like, oh, thank you. Listen, I know. Listen, I was like, I know I'm giving you a hard time, but you're just doing your job, anyways. I'll see you next time. Ah, uh, 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 they pull me, freaking grab me. Like, we gotta do the other nostril, huh? <laughs> listen, this isn't that worth it to me. Okay, so maybe we could just talk about me. Oh, go straight up. I don't even know if this was consensual at this point. She's like, we're going up the. So I'm just, I'm having a freaking time in this parking lot. Tears are running down my face. I'm just blowing wind and puffing, kind of making a scene while all these people, they had gone through these things before. They were taking like champs, casuals, you know. I uh, I came here with uh, the expectation of doing some freaking, you know, shady spit test. This is not what I got. Um, so I was not enjoying that one as much. I hope I don't have to do that again. I, I feel like I probably will. But yeah, the COVID tests suck as far as this whole freaking thing. I was just, huh. <laughs>
<laughs> just thinking about it, man. So I'm just crying. I hate it. And yeah, I don't know if it's because my brain's so big or, you know, my nostrils or whatever, dude. I don't know what the science is behind my own face, but I know that I didn't like it one bit. Like, I'm not even going up that far. It's like, yeah, you are. Okay. So anyways, that was fun. That was exciting. <laughs> is going on um so again i can't it's so hard because i can't talk about anything specific right um not that's a big deal again i'm an extra but you know it's it's a it's a pretty shady thing i didn't sign anything so legal i can get in trouble but you want to be a good sport right um so i will say this right we were filming an athletic scene right maybe this is surfing maybe it's basketball maybe it's golf okay and for this scene, they brought in a professional athlete. And <laughs> so they had the extras lined up behind this this athlete to do a very not-so-athletic move. But when an athlete does it, it looks really good, right? Maybe this is doing a little something in the tube, surfing. Maybe this is hitting a freaking big drive onto the green, a sick putt maybe in golf. Or just a simple layup in basketball. Now, I, had, I, had, I didn't know I was going to be doing this on this specific day. Now, I'm not, whatever sport this was, I'm not a specific uh, pro in this, in this sport. But anyways, they, so they bring in this, this pro athlete, right? And they're kind of like spacing us out. And I just happen to be lined up right behind this guy who's got all the magic finesse and everything that needs to be in. Um, so he goes to do this, this, you know, not so difficult move, but as an athletic dude, just so graceful, so beautiful and so amazing. You know, it's just, it's everything you could ever dream of and want. And then here I am right now. I'm, I'm also in, in, in clothes that don't fit me that I'm not comfortable in. And I'm also not very good at this particular sport as is, right? It's not a difficult move by any chance. But I go behind someone that is so good at it, right? I was going to look sloppy and ungraceful, like baseline, right? If I was going to go in there, I'm going to go do this thing. It's not going to look the best or the prettiest to start with. Now, imagine putting me behind. Dude, imagine imagine you're shooting a three, right? And you're going to go shoot a three, and you hope it looks good. You want it to look great and everything. And now imagine, like, hey, we're going to have put in freaking Michael Jordan right next to you. Now he's going to shoot a three, and now we're going to bring in this extra kid who can't even get a, a COVID test without crying. We're going to bring him in and see if he can shoot a three as well. And that's kind of what I was expecting. Well, let's bring in Tiger Woods, right? Let's, we're going to do some driving tests, right? Maybe you can drive the ball a good distance. Maybe you're okay, right? Now let's bring Tiger Woods in. He's going to drive it. Now let's bring this freaking, this noob in who doesn't even really know what he's doing. Let's have him just freaking chop at it and give it all he's got. And no matter how good I was or how bad I was, it was already going to look stupid. But it was just like tenfold in such a way that I felt I felt I felt I could only find the 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 yeah only find the comedy in it right um, because it was it was just such a unique I, I it's hard to it's hard to explain maybe this is even worth telling to begin with but it was such it was so funny to me that like like imagine you're like grilling burgers right just more analogy because it's pros if I if I'm not painting the picture yet imagine you're making burgers and then so they bring out Gordon Ramsay and you guys are gonna make something right next to you right everyone can kind of make a decent burger but imagine you're doing this side by side and um and then just imagine like how funny that feels without even expecting this thing so I was like just over the moon um excited to do this and I gave it my all okay just so you know I grilled that burger as best as freaking possible but he was like season 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 you know for a 
burger. He's got the freaking the uh, <laughs> toothpick. He's sliding it down the middle. He's pulling it apart. He's got photos, Instagram stuff, whatever. And I'm just like, you know, we got a craft single over here. Cheeseburger. What up, Gordon? Oh wow. Okay, pretty good. Um, so I thought that was uh, it was pretty great. Um, what else is that? I don't know how else to um, talk about much. Here's the tricky part about this thing. I'm a pretty honest guy, and I try to be very honest in my life, right? Like I've said before, when I walk into a room, Pinocchio's nose gets smaller. That's how honest I am. So truthful. Um, but with this whole thing, I'm constantly trying to dance and talk my way around certain situations. I feel like it's making a liar out of me. This whole freaking situation is going to turn me into some dirty, cheap scumbag that I don't even like. Um, so it, it's it's really interesting trying to constantly tell stories and talk about something without ever mentioning anything. So I guess I'm just going to try and avoid that as much as possible and talk about the people on the side. Oh, dude, as far as interesting people go. Um, <laughs> so there was this lady who, you know, she was kind of, she wasn't as fake important as I was, but she was like kind of semi-fake important. So we were like all kind of just being fake important together. You know, extra is fake. It's not not important at all. Um, but anyway, she's, she's sitting next to me and I'm trying to, you know, just be nice. I'm like, hey, how are you? My name's Tristan and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, um... It was just supposed to be kind of an offhand thing, and she's 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 a, she's a talker, right? She's a talker, and and she starts talking about herself and all these things she's done, and you know, I'm 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 a chatterbox myself, right? I like to talk about me, I want to talk about me, I want to talk about ow, you know, I'm a I'm a desperate needy for attention kind of guy, but I also like to make people feel really good, right? I'm I'm an entertainer, I like to uplift, so I'm I'm listen I'm a good listener, is what I'm trying to say, and I'm also bragging about how good of a listener I am, um, in case you weren't picking up on that. So I'm also kind of it's really a weird mix of uh you know ego and and humbleism <laughs> so anyways i'm listening to this lady about all the things and i'm telling her hey great job all oh you did this you did that that's amazing that's great were these things super impressive or important no but again i'm an amazing listener i'm super humble and and, and incredible so i'm listening to things i'm like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. boom compliment 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 slapping her with these freaking good vibes and she keeps coming back for more, and and you know it's it's it gets to this point where it feels like she's like seeking my approval, and I'm like, yeah, you know, great job. Like I'm not I'm not your dad, you know, but like you know, whatever. And uh, so this this goes on for a while, and you know, and whatever, right? I, I feel I feel good about making someone else feel good. And then we get to the point where I I kind of make like an offhand comment, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it sounds great. You're living the dream, and I begin to turn. Right. I'm just go back into the action. I want to look back at, you know, these professional athletes and do whatever. And and then I hear her behind me. She goes, oh, you know what? I'm like, what? (laughs) What's going on? Um, And then she's like, I am living the dream. I'm like, "Okay, Yeah. I mean, that's what I said. Good for you. She's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. So I have so much money. And I go to so many amazing places. I'm like, okay, well, why are you here? This isn't important. And she's like, yeah, so I'm a realtor. And I, I started flip, we flip houses and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. You know, we, we wanted to get into flipping houses. It's kind of cool gig. You know, it costs some money or whatever. And and uh, and she starts talking to me about these these houses and opportunities. Like, I got into it when I was 18 years old. Got a house for free. I was doing this. You become a part of this program. We're doing this and whatever. And I did this thing. And I could help you out if you want to, if you want to know the secrets. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting. She's like, if you want to know, I could tell you. And she keeps saying that, but she never says anything more than that. So she keeps saying, if you want to know, just let me know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, how did you get a free house at 18? She's like, it's a complicated situation. And I'm like, 
okay. And she's like, but anyways, if you really want to know, you know, just, just let me know. I'm like, well, how did you do it? She's like, mm, well, I mean, I was 18. It's, it, listen, if you really want to know, just let me know. I'm like, lady, what are you saying right now? So she goes on. We kind of do this back and forth thing for way too long. And um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm, listen, here's the thing. We've talked about flipping houses with my family. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still, I think you're full of BS, but I want to hear what you're about to say. Okay. So let me know. I know that flipping houses to, to just buy a house no matter how crappy it is, is going to be expensive. Nobody has that kind of money just laying around. Some people do. We don't. She's like, that sounds like excuses. <laughs> I was so nice to you for so long. I told you you were living the dream and now she's insulting me to my face. So we keep going back and forth. And she's like, listen. I don't want to make this sound like an MLM or anything like that. This isn't a multi-level marketing. This isn't some sort of pyramid scheme. Okay, well, don't lead with that, lady. Because um, I'm already skeptical of everything you had to say until this point. So she keeps going on talking about this thing of how you can get this. And, and, uh, and truth be told, I never got any more information from her. She disappeared. Okay? I, this, where I'm ending the conversation is where she got called up, walked away, Never saw her again. So I don't have any closure. I don't have a free house at 18 years old. I don't know if it's a pyramid scheme. I don't know if she's really living the dream. But that was just the kind of people you run into on set. So that was a, a really exciting experiment experience. But it was an experiment. I, I now know to never say those words, you're living the dream ever again. Because you open up a wormhole of just crap <laughs> what else has been going on dude yeah i just uh i don't know it's it's again it's it's so hard outside the people like i don't how do i even talk about any of this stuff dude again i'm just gonna be a liar i can't just be lying and i, I just don't want that to be be me dude i've, I've noticed myself just like wanting to lie about random things <laughs> like in the house things that don't matter at all where you put the coffee i don't know if i put it somewhere else i don't even drink coffee dude like i feel like the need to be secretive and stealthy and vague and cryptic about random random like nothing it nothing else matters so um that's kind of how i'm feeling right now and i don't want to feel like that so part of me is like it, am i allowed to talk about this and i'm thinking about anything i say before i open my mouth and um so i'm, I'm really trying to rack my brain about what's what's safe to talk about can i was it okay to even tell you my gas story um so i'm just i'm really under a lot of uh pressure to um pressure to uh not tell the truth I don't, I don't know so i don't know what the moral of the story is except for you know don't be fake important don't be an extra guys don't be a freaking extra <laughs> um what else is going on dude and i actually actually i think that's just about it all right how about that dude yeah so it's, it's been great the whole experience has been great thus far you know my boys again my gang my freaking guys were great um we're having a, we're having a ball dude there was a time where we just got to can i say this this is the pause um we were at this like hotel or whatever and we just literally spent the whole day just watching shrek movies and eating snacks it was kind of like just a weird hangout sleepover vacation kind of vibe. i was like what am i am i i'm getting paid for this why um people were taking naps so they're technically professional sleepers at this point now what a thing to put on your resume at that right you're professional you're getting paid to sleep I could only dream. Literally. No pun intended. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I can't fall asleep while Shrek's on because it was too good of a movie. But other people, they are they are true professionals at that point. Um, so that was great. That's been cool. You know, we're doing a lot of homeschool jokes. Man, the homeschool jokes are, they're, it's untapped market, let me tell you. Because literally everything someone says, I just, I just one-up it and then immediately go back, right? If someone says, yeah, you know, I was the, uh, I was... 
you know, the most talented. I was voted most likely to succeed at my school. I'm like, oh, yeah, I actually won all of the most likely to be successful in everything good at my school. And it gets everyone's attention. It's like, wait, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, but I was homeschooled. So they're like, ah, oh, freaking cheese. And they, people fall for it every time. But, yeah, anyways, the, the guys are great. The... uh there's just too much to talk about. I wish I wish I could just I'm gonna have to do like episode by episode and do like a couple of them or whatever because they're they're really they're fun. They're great people. Um, but anyways, I think that is all we have time for today, guys. I love you so much. Thank you. I will see you in the next episode. I'm gonna go eat some food and dial back and you know I gotta go fill up the uh, the gas tank because it's actually my mom's car and and it's I only put two bucks in, which is kind of douchey. But that's a whole other story, guys. Anyways, I will see you in the next one. Peace. I don't remember. I don't want to be lying right now. Am I lying? <laughs>